Episode 28 coming straight at you from China. At home doctor visit model. The mini-sode series from a doctor's perspective podcast coming out on Tuesdays and Saturdays. Today's show is going to be Cairo Business Mojo, the topic of house calls. Hey, before we get going, if you go to a doctorsperspective.net slash as heard on, you can see the half dozen other podcasts that I've been on as a guest. Sure, there's a little overlap based on some of them, but they're not really the same. Like especially the It's No Secret, the In Your Pants and the PT. Those are definitely a different topic than just, so Justin, why are you in China? Um, They're really fun. If you have a, a story of any sort, reach out to somebody, to a podcast that you listen to, or you think, man, I can maybe contribute to something. Do that. Because I know personally, I don't, I probably need to be doing that. Following other podcasts, saying, hey, and you, something that I saw before is you could have a, a PDF, a little paragraph about yourself, if you've been on any other publications, you know, do you have, what's your, what's your hook? Like, what would you provide for that podcast? And hopefully you have a couple that way they can say, ah, you know, two out of the five are interesting for my show. Let's do it. Let's get you booked. And it gives you a lot more exposure. And like I said, I always tell the guests and I don't know how many do it sometimes, but if you should have a page of I've been in the media and then you just put that logo with the link number and then boom, now you got a backlink and uh, more social proof for your audience. I mean, we're not all Fox and CBS, but uh, when you're on a podcast, you usually carry some weight. Okay, now back to the actual show, okay? So I'm hoping to have this guest on my show because he's got so much good information to give and like usual, the podcast we listened to was a little bit short and I think we can do a better job. We could really flush it out. Get the goods for all y'all about people who wanted to do house call doctor work. Not really filling work, but actually going to somebody's house or place of business. So are you going to work Saturday and Sunday and evenings? Personally, I don't want to do it. But if you're just starting out, that might be something to consider because people are going to be working. And if they're just like, dude, I just can't get away from work. Okay, cool. So you just work more in the evening. Or if they're at the house, then you just go, you know, go any time of the day. See, that's one of the questions I had is how do you, I guess, based on somebody else I talked to, do you have regions that you would visit? So if you're in a bigger city, you might go to the north and you just try to schedule people that are only in the north. So no matter what, you're just driving like 10 minutes to the next place. You kind of keep going. Uh, one of the things you can do, if you can do this, is getting into a business that has employees, whether that's 10 employees, 100 employees. But if you can do a bunch at one time, it is phenomenal. You might have like a little room. They give you a little closet. They come in. They, you know, they may or may not have set up an appointment, but it's also a benefit to the business owner because if they offer, if they don't offer health insurance or they don't want their workers to be skipping so much work, hey, well, okay, you don't want them to drive there, get treated and come back, be back in 90 minutes. Okay. Why don't we just walk across the hall and 20 minutes later, it'll be done. Yeah, cool. Productivity, baby. That's, I guess, a good way to pitch it. Dentists, offices have a lot of people. Banks uh, as well could be something. You kind of want people that have about a, a 60000 income. It's kind of, I guess, the go-to. How many patients should you see a day? Can you see a day? Anywhere from 6, 10, 12. On any, on any of those numbers, I think you'll have a pretty successful uh, business. Because think about it. Your overhead is going to be low. Your car that you probably already have, which now you can start writing more off of that. You still got to have a license insurance. And you can probably have like a portable table. And you can probably check your forums. I know on our, our property Facebook group, we've talked about it before. It seems like... Some tables are cheap and then they fall apart. Others are like a moderate price, as you expect. And they have like the drop pieces and all the things that you would need. But then they're like really heavy or they take forever to put together. So it's a pain. And so really trying to find that sweet spot between weight and actual portability. Thule, T-H-U-L-I-E, I believe, do have some fun tables. I did see one. I've used one. And it's supposed to be portable, but man, it's made of wood. It's heavy. That thing would be bulky as all get out to try to like put together. It's 10 times a day. 
And I think they do have like a different, more portable model, like a sport model. That'd be more beneficial, but it seems to be a pretty good one. If anybody has any opinion with those, because I think they have like a flexion distraction unit that you can attach to it. It looks kind of janky, but at the same time, like if it kind of works, the rest of the table looks really good. Okay, sidetrack there. One of the questions I do have for him is RVs. Like you can get an RV or like a fifth wheel and you can actually like bring that somewhere. And then people just kind of go to that building. So if you're at a bunch of doctor's offices or businesses, they just come to your RV that's been decked out on the inside to for, for rehab and adjustments and things. I had thought that wouldn't be a very good idea just because it's like, man, how much does that thing cost? Like $150,000? But apparently you can get a good deal on used ones. And when you break it down, if you're going to quote pay rent somewhere anyway, now you own it and these things can last 20 years and then you can sell it and do it again. Whereas if you're leasing space, you know, you're never going to get that back and you're definitely going to be paying more. But that's an added expense. And I think you definitely want to have more conversations with those people that are doing that to find out if that's more feasible. But I think it'd be, seems like it'd be easier to go to somebody's house and just do that. But on the other hand, if you had the RV, you could still show up at these people's house and then they just come into your RV. And then you'd have this gigantic billboard for the neighborhood. And they might be like, knock, knock, knock. Hey, what are you doing? Can I be a part of that? There's different ways to make your practice more money, more new patients, better retention or price. And so sometimes you're like, man, what would I have to do? Actually, just increasing your price by 30% could actually double your practice. I won't get into the math, but if you want to look at that, new patients, retention, and price. Because most of the time when you are doing a at-home place, there's like a travel fee built in. So if a normal price is 55, you might be charging more like 75 to go. And these people that are doing it are okay with that because they like the convenience. Something to ponder. Okay, y'all have a great couple days. Y'all just went hashtag behind the curtain.